0: The Commentary Booth is a show for media lovers by media lovers just like you. If you want to support the show, go to pariomagazine.com.au Welcome to the Commentary Booth, where we watch and you guessed it, commentate on the week that was in movies and TV. I'm your host and play-by-play commentator, Jamie Apps, and each week I'm joined by a rotating cast of colour commentators to help you find your next viewing treat. This week I'm joined by an impact fee technician who lists their favourite movie as A Nightmare on Elm Street and favourite TV show as Golden Girls. Welcome back to the show, Karina Mabey. Hello, how are you? I'm good. You finished with all your horror shenanigans for the month or no?
1: No, this is the first weekend of Halloween Horror Night, and it was a holiday weekend, so Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and then I have the rest of the month of September to go, and I can technically go Wednesday through Sunday now, what starts this week, but I'm only going to be going Friday and Saturdays.
0: Yo, mental. how many houses are there to get through?
1: There's ten houses, there's ten houses, and we've collectively done five already in the span of three nights, and we actually repeated one house, actually, so. Jesus. It's fun. I mean, when we when we finish the houses, we'll either do them again or we'll um, just sit down and people watch, get a good laugh out of that, because that's hilarious.
0: Fair enough. You, just, you haven't done the, the one house that you need to do? What?
1: I've done... I did Last of Us. Oh, did you? I did. Yeah, I did Last of Us the, on Friday. I did Stranger Things and Last of Us on Friday, and then I did Chucky and a Yeti one, and... Some other one, I forget what other one it was, um, like a carnival one or something, on a Saturday.
0: It was the Last of Us one good?
1: It was, it was wonderful. Um, it is, it's based more on the video game side of things, so if you haven't played the game and you've only watched the show, um, you'll only really pick up on things, or if you've only watched the show and not played the game, you'll pick up on things, but it won't be as uh, in your face. Like, there's certain things you won't recognize or understand, probably. Weird it's not sponsored by HBO, the house is sponsored by PlayStation. Interesting.
0: I don't know because the the show is pretty close.
1: Well, yeah, but I don't know. Like it's just uh
0: I guess it's like the spores thing. Is that like the big difference?
1: I think so and like certain sequences that they like didn't do like I don't want to give it too much away, but I, guess, I mean you're not going to go, so whatever. But like it starts out kind of like in the middle of the game.
0: Ah, okay. Yeah, well, I guess that makes sense when Joel has Ellie. Not right at the start when it's just Joel.
1: Yeah and then um, um, also what kind of threw people off I guess um, because it's sponsored by PlayStation is that um, on the side of the building they have um, like a vinyl graphic I guess and it says Last of Us part one on the bottom. So some people were like oh my god is there like a part two after we go through part one but it's, it's there's not it's just part one.
0: Yeah no it's based on the game part one.
1: Yeah, one of the people we went with was very confused and slightly annoyed. They're like, wait, there's two houses and no one fucking told me. And I'm like, no, no, there's just the fucking one.
0: Yeah, that just leaves it open that they can come back next year with part two.
1: Yeah, but no, it's really fun. Um, I had a lot of fun in it. I waited 90 minutes collectively in line to go through that house.
0: Yeah, I imagine that's probably the most popular one at the moment.
1: Yeah, it was up to like 120, I think, or 100 and something yesterday when we went, so we skipped doing that one again.
0: (laughs) That's a, that's a lot of waiting.
1: Yeah. That one's the top house followed by Stranger Things so far for times. Makes sense. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But we're not here to talk about Horror Nights. We're here to talk about other exciting things in the world of entertainment.
0: Before we dive into the latest movie and review topic, Harrier Magazine stands in solidarity and support of the WGA and SAG-AFTRA in their fight for better working conditions our publication has always been focused on the creative brains of these individuals rather than on the business of film and tv as such we will continue to highlight their creative talents during this time so that their contribution to our entertainment is not overlooked this week we are setting sail on our first adventure across the high seas with the straw hats pirates as we give our first time viewer impressions/review of the live-action One Piece series on Netflix. So, yeah, neither of us have watched the anime or read the manga, so going in, like, totally blind to this one. And I didn't even, like, read, like, a synopsis on what it was about or anything. I was just like, I know this thing is, like, hugely popular and has an insane amount of episodes to adapt into a live-action series. Yeah. So I was, I was kind of shocked when, like, the opening scene is, like, oh, look, it's Pirates. I was like, okay, I wasn't expecting Pirates.
1: So Yeah, I've never, again, yeah, same thing. I've never read it, never watched it. My daughter told me it's well over a thousand episodes and um, one of the longest running anime series, um, and it's still going. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I've missed that boat, all puns intended, to start <laughs> with the anime. Um, but yeah, I did know that it was about Pirates because uh, one of my friends is very into this show, Um, And I have not been able to pick uh, Crutch's brain yet on this one. I was hoping to to be able to pick his brain on it before we did our review, but I have not yet. So I'm anxious to see what he says, but I enjoyed it and I was really excited to to see it become adapted into live action. I just, I'm very curious as to how they're going to condense so many episodes of an anime into a live action series that's going to keep the audience.
0: Oh yeah, because I've just looked it up now. As of September 3, 2023, there are 1,074 episodes of the anime. It's a lot. Currently in its 20th season.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so like, because I've never watched it, I don't know if maybe they like condensed like a couple seasons into this first season, or how many episodes they actually condensed into each one, because each one's about, I don't know, a little under an hour, 45 minutes to an hour almost.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. No, I think there was a couple that were like just over now, so it's in and around that hour mark for every episode.
1: Yeah, and generally anime episodes are like 20, 25 minutes, so.
0: Yep. So basically, the description of the show says, in a seafaring world, a young pirate captain sets out with his crew to attain the title of Pirate King and discover the mythical treasure known as the One Piece. Didn't know that's where the title came from either. I was like, okay, that's interesting. Very cool. This Netflix version is a live action adaptation of the ongoing Japanese manga series, which began in 1997 by Ichiro Oda, who actually served as a creative consultant for the series. So I think that definitely helped keep it in line with his vision for the story.
1: Yeah, I like when they are able to at least grab some of the original like creators or something when they're going to do a live action project. It's always a great thing to have.
0: And this first season, uh, broadly covers the first 44 episodes of the anime and first 95 chapters of the manga. And it's basically, this season covered what is known as the East Blue Saga, which kind of made sense once the whole, once you got to the end of the eight episodes. I was like, okay, yeah. that's definitely this saga. And then there's what, four more ocean or seas?
1: Yeah. And then yeah. the Grand Line itself. The Grand Line. So that makes sense. You
0: could easily <clears throat> get five five seasons at minimum i think
1: yes yeah which is good i'm excited about it i'm kind of glad that they they went with doing a series of this instead of trying to do a movie
0: yeah a movie would have been terrible
1: because we all saw what happened we all saw what happened with death note um and so i was like really i'm always on the fence when it comes to turning especially like anime series into live action because it
0: could go horribly horribly wrong just yeah, look at the Dragon Ball movie.
1: I was gonna say Dragon Ball's another perfect example of completely gone wrong.
0: That movie was horrid compared to it wasn't even like yeah, it no, that was just bad. And I've I've read a few like little short reviews like on Twitter and stuff this season. From what I've read, apparently this is a little too fan servicey at points. But okay. for me as a first time viewer, I didn't sort of Get any of that, obviously, and I found the the season really interesting and compelling.
1: It's fun. It's a really fun show.
0: I definitely didn't feel like I need to like drop off this. I was like, okay, cool. I want to see the next episode. I want to see the next episode.
1: Yeah, I think um I might have run into an epi- uh, like an issue, but it also could be because I'm super fucking drained while I'm watching this. Like, I powered. I told you, I powered through all eight of these episodes in three days. Also, running on like a collective twelve hours of sleep over three days, but. Like, um, I feel like some of the episodes dragged a little bit in certain mm. parts, and so I, I slightly lost, a, like, attention to it in spots, but overall, it was still really, really fun and enjoyable.
0: That and my other big complaint with it is, sort of in the middle, like, middle three episodes, it does start to kind of just feel like a monster of the week type mm-hmm. show. Yeah. Like it's just like, oh. Now we're fighting this pirate. Now we're fighting this pirate rather than this overarching epic journey story. Like that's kind of there as an underpinning the whole way, but there are like the, the episode with Buggy and Kuro in that sort of section. It does feel like, okay, now we're just like, okay, here's this pirate that we have to fight. Now here's this pirate. And I think, I imagine in the anime, those are much more stretched out. They're not like back-to-back episodes or right near each other. I feel like yeah. they probably... 10 or 20 episodes apart so it feels like it's a you're going on this adventure and then you get to this place right and there they are not like oh the next the very next island has another crazy pirate that we have to fight
1: yeah and there's like a it's like you said there's like a lot of like it's smushed very smushed in between like pirate fighting there's not like a lot of like them and their journey like I expected them to not just come across like pirates and maybe it's because I've never watched this show or anything but I expected them to also like maybe conquer like Sea monsters or something, or like anything to kind of like hinder their their journey from island to island and stuff
0: we do get like one little glimpse at like a sea monster in the, the the marine captain basically one thing though yells at it and it runs away like okay,
1: yeah, and that that was like so random too by the way, like this was a very random sequence in general, but you know it's just I expected more than just like pirates fighting pirates, and like I understand Luffy wants to you know. Show everybody that pirates are not just mean cutthroat people they' are good pirates mm-hmm. it's it's fun it's just yeah, some of it was very like full on pump the brakes a little bit, please. it's just too much similarities between everything,
0: especially when they're like between pirate fights we're also introducing the straw hat crew like it felt like every episode was introducing a brand new character and sometimes two or three new characters at once. you're like, oh, just can we slow down like I'm very overwhelmed
1: yeah and also like I feel like they probably could have pumped it a little bit too on backstories of all the characters because every single character of the straw hat crew got a backstory in this season and we saw their backstory in the season and I go all right well that's cool like now we've we've seen everybody and we know how they got here but I didn't need a whole like half episode dedicated to the that backstory
0: I wonder if that was a case of uh, Netflix has only signed them for one, one season initially. Oh. So there's no, like, there's, no, there's not even a confirmation yet that they're getting a second season. So it's kind of, they were like, we need to just get as much of this backstory and lore so that, that I guess the way it ends, it is open to continue more, but it also does feel like a self contained story in this one season that it doesn't feel like, Oh, if it never comes back, I've lost heaps.
1: Yeah, they did a really, they were careful. I, I will say that I'll agree with you on that. They were careful with the way that they planned this and kind of like timed it out in their strategy with it probably. Um, so, I mean, that was really smart on their part. And another
0: issue with it feeling very condensed is the original plan was to do a 10 episode season. Thank God they didn't. Yeah. Originally planned to film a ten episode season in Cape Town in May 2020, and then obviously the pandemic hit. Yep. So filming was delayed and didn't begin until January 31st, 2022, and then finished in August 22nd, 2022. So they they knocked it out fairly quickly. Yeah. And they built a bunch of ships in South Africa f- specifically for it. So like. The actual uh, Luffy's ship is real. Like it's not just a big set where they're sitting on green boxes. Like oh. they built, these sh- built a lot of these ships, which is pretty awesome.
1: His ship is so fun. And with the big gigantic like goat head or whatever it is. It's the coolest thing ever.
0: <laughs> and then they also got the Japanese voice actors to provide the dubbing for the, the Japanese version.
1: Oh, okay. Well, that's really cool that you know, people if they've watched the anime they can kind of, you know, uh it resonates with them again and they don't have to really like wonder, oh God, who's this random person now?
0: <laughs> yeah, there was only one person that was replaced and that was Jurota Kasugi was replaced by Hiroki Tochi as Arlong. Oh, okay. And they didn't say why, so not sure. But yeah, like I said, they've only committed to this one season so far, which is a little bit weird. But in this the debut weekend it's been the concurrent viewership has seen it reach netflix's number 1 in over 84 countries.
1: Yeah, I was going to say I saw something it, about that.
0: which surpasses the debut records set by stranger things and wednesday.
1: Yeah, so that's it's massive and big. Um I think that they they probably struck gold honestly because it's been around for such a long time that people our age know about it from like when it first started but also kids my daughter's age like in the teens and stuff like that they resonate with it because they know about it too so they're hitting like a very large uh age margin with this particular show versus like stranger things where you might not have young kids
0: watching it as much as the adults so
1: mm-hmm.
0: bravo to them i think like Based on that, I wouldn't be surprised if they get a second season. Like, I'd be more shocked if they didn't.
1: Mm. Uh,
0: But the issue is the writer's track and actor's track and everything. What would normally be 15 to 18 months between seasons is probably going to be closer to two years or more. Yeah, it's going to be a bit. It'll be interesting to see if they can sort of keep that momentum going in, what will it be, like, 2026 by the time yeah. it comes out.
1: And I feel like what's really is kind of crazy to me is that I remembered them talking about making this into a show, like a live action, and I never heard anything about it again. Like I completely just dropped off from my mind until you were like, hey, One Piece is coming out. And I go, wait, it's still fucking happening? Like I just completely forgot that it was it was still releasing. I didn't realize that they had finished filming it or anything. And I think it had to do with the fact that it happened during the pandemic and everything. So hopefully that doesn't happen if they decide to go with a second season hopefully it just maintains like it's you know fan base
0: yeah like i really enjoy it i'd be happy to watch a second season but yeah it's just it's not going to be any time soon it's going to be a while yeah especially when you look at like the production value they didn't cheap out on this like there is high production value like i mentioned they they built a bunch of ships Mm -hmm. all of the uh vfx are incredible pretty good yeah there's nothing that like looks cheap about it
1: Mm -mm, no it was fun even down to like some of the pirates and their questionable uh like character looks and stuff like that they were still really well done you know
0: yeah like some of the the, uh, like costuming and prosthetics look a bit weird but Mm -hmm. like luffy's stretchy ability looks phenomenal uh buggy's like slice and dice thing is looks great like The VFX here are better than some of the Marvel stuff we've been seeing recently.
1: Yeah, because I, well, I mean, with all the issues that Marvel was having and stuff like that, I feel like their quality just kind of went down because their people were so overworked. Hmm.
0: So yeah, like, I thought it was great. Uh, Quite violent, quite graphic, which I wasn't expecting, and dark as well at times, like it's pretty sad and depressing at times, but then there's Luffy's crazy ADHD energy to make it a bit more fun and silly.
1: He's such like a lighthearted pirate too. Like it's really hard to like comprehend that he wants to be like a swashbuckling pirate when everybody like thinks of pirates as being like really mean and stuff and he's just like, Good job guys. Let's get together and do this thing. And I'm like, dude, what the fuck?
0: Yeah, I don't think he looks at like pirate in the traditional definition. Like he's kind of just looking at it as Being a pirate means you're free to do whatever you want.
1: Yeah, and, like, follow your dreams and stuff.
0: (laughs) Yeah. It's not I have to go and plunder and pillage and steal all this stuff and make myself rich. Like, he's just like, I want to be the king of pirates, and I want to help people, and I want my friends to live out their dreams. Like, okay.
1: Yeah. And he was, like, so supportive. Like, when – what's his face? was like, I want to be a Marine. He's like, all right, not a problem. We're not going to be friends probably next time we see each other. But – We're still going to be great. And I wish you the best of luck kind of thing.
0: (laughs) Speaking of Kobe, did you recognize that actor?
1: No, I didn't recognize anybody in this show except, except for my favorite narrator of all fucking time. Ian McShane narrated the beginning and he's fucking amazing. You didn't know that? Oh yes, I win. Yeah. He was just, I love Ian McShane and the fact that like he played Blackbeard in the pirate movies and now he's narrating one piece.
0: I'm like, this is fucking perfect. So the actor that plays Kobe is Morgan Davies, who was in... Evil Dead Rise? Evil Dead. Yeah, that's it.
1: I was like, we've watched a lot of movies recently that you've questioned. So (laughs) what what are we
0: talking about? Morgan Davies is one of the kids in that movie. Hmm. Okay. (laughs) I kept looking at him going why do I recognize your face? Like, why do I know
1: you? Yeah, like, it's, it's weird. Like, they didn't really get, like, a ton of, like, known actors. Like, they're smaller actors. So, like, I feel like they were able to save on their budget and put that towards, like, their effects and stuff like that by not having a huge cast in this. But, yeah, that's funny. I didn't know that.
0: But I thought they all did really well.
1: Yeah, they did, especially for, like, if there, any of them are newcomers and stuff like that. Like, they did fantastic. And they all had really good chemistry on screen. Like, nothing seemed awkward or anything.
0: Uh, of the Straw Hat Pirates, which of the f- five in that crew, it's five, not four, by the way, <laughs> is your favorite?
1: Hold on. I'm doing math. Oh, yeah, there is five. Yeah, you're right.
0: Yeah, you got Monkey D. Luffy. Right. Ronora Zoro. Mm hmm. Nami.
1: Mm
0: hmm. Usopp. Yep. Sanji.
1: I'm going to call him the chef.
0: Yeah, Sanji the chef.
1: Yeah. So he's my favorite. Chef is my favorite. Really? Yeah, I know.
0: It seems really weird. He's barely even in it. (laughs) He pops up for, like, two episodes at the end.
1: (laughs) Motherfucker can fucking kick like crazy and cook up a good meal out of limited ingredients.
0: Come on now. I thought Roranora Zoro was cool, but I think Nami is the, like, character that, like, has the strongest story throughout the season.
1: Yeah, she does have a strong story. She's not, like, I feel, I shouldn't say she's not a a large asset to the group. She is a really good asset because she's the navigator, so they'd go nowhere without her. Um, And she does have a really gripping backstory. But as far as, like, action is concerned or, like, you know, the muscle of the group, she's not really, she's more of, like, a damsel, I guess.
0: Yeah, I guess she acts as, like, she's the sneaky thief who is able to, like, talk her way out of trouble and does quite often yes whereas Zoro and Sanji are the ones that they send in to to fight people and then Usopp is kind of just a goof and then Luffy yeah is the leader who has crazy basically superpowers
1: yeah Uh, Chloe walked in when I was watching I think it was like the first episode maybe the second episode I don't remember and she goes Oh, I know that guy. Like, You've never watched the show before. And she goes, no, but I know of Zoro guy. She's like, he always has a sword in his mouth. And I go, huh, okay. Thanks for the heads up. And that didn't happen until like way later. And I go, oh, there it is. <laughs> there it is. He put the sword in his mouth. Okay. I thought she was just like messing with me. And I was like, oh, never mind. I guess that's what she was talking about. <laughs> so bravo. At least they didn't leave that out. Because I guess, you, sh- you know, people would be mad about that if that didn't happen.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh And yeah. On the, the superpower stuff, what did you think of Luffy's basically st- stretchy rubber man? Yeah, he's like Mrs.
1: Elastic. <laughs> um, no, it was fun. Um, I, I think it's a really unique kind of trait that he has because he doesn't have to really like do a whole lot. He just stretches out his freaking arm and like rounds it up to punch somebody. So bravo on that. It's pretty easy. Mm-hmm. It was kind of crazy though, watching him like when he was younger, figuring out and discovering
0: <laughs> these powers. <laughs> I would like to see them explore that whole gum gum, fruit like devil fruit thing. Yes,
1: the devil fruit thing. Yeah. So maybe if they go on to a second season, like we'll see, like a backstory about that fruit and like because it's it, it's interesting to see it, like what it does to people. Like I want to know how it how it hel- decides what person gets what essentially.
0: I think it depends on like what the fruit is that you eat. Like I think there's like different devil fruits and they all have like different abilities attached to them. Cause like we see Luffy's obviously with his stretchy yeah. ability. And then we see, uh, what's his name? Buggy, the clown who has like the yeah. slice and dice one. So I, I do like that there are those different ones. It'd be interesting to see what ones come in future seasons as well. Cause I assume there's going to be more of those.
1: Yeah, I would think so. Buggy's probably the best pirate, too, by the way. Like, he's ridiculous, and I absolutely-
0: Of course you like the creepy clown.
1: <laughs> I absolutely actually hated him at first. I was like, this is the most annoying fucking character I have ever seen in my life. Like, good God. And then when his, like, body started popping apart, I was like, oh, never mind, he's cool as Bug. <laughs>
0: <laughs> nah, no, my, my favorite was a uh, Dracul Mihawk. Oh, God. Of course. Gotta love a, a obvious Dracula rip-off tie-in. Ay, ay, ay. What did you think of, like, I feel like he's, he was the big bad of this season, mm-hmm. long, even though they kind of introduced him, like, halfway through, which was a bit strange.
1: It was very strange. He was kind of just, like, a lingering pirate clan, and, like, eventually you came to see that he was, like, the big bad villain of the series or whatever, or the, at least this season. And it wasn't bad. Like, I feel, I feel kind of like some of the fish people, were a little overdone maybe or like just really awkward to look at and his nose really bothered me like i understand he was supposed to be like a little shark thing yeah so selfish yeah his nose just bothered the fuck out of me because it was too small <laughs> i feel like he should have had a big nose or something to go along with it
0: really big long one yeah, yeah. His like right hand man the, the blue guy with the big lips i thought he looked horrible that looked bad
1: oh my god it looked like a bad fit like it looked like bad filler
0: Like, Mm -hmm. he just
1: went and had way too much filler injection. And then, I don't understand the kind of fish he's supposed to be, but he was making alcohol into little bombs and spitting them out. I'm like, I I couldn't figure out what the fuck he was actually supposed to be, what kind of fish he was.
0: Yeah, I don't know. It was strange.
1: It was a very strange looking character. Yeah, he said, some of them were very odd to
0: look at. With Buggy, I love that he's like super sensitive about his nose and it's not like a... It's not a fake nose; like that's his actual red bulbous nose, and he's like really sensitive about people saying "nose," Mm -hmm. even though they might be saying "nose" with a K. Yeah,
1: yeah, (laughs) that was that was really funny. Um, he also is like, I like how he always wants the spotlight on himself, so he gets really annoyed when other people are like taking his spotlight from him.
0: Mm -hmm. Um, that was really fun. A couple of other like weird things throughout the season with the the devil fruits. Did they lose their powers if they go in, like, ocean water? Is that what I was getting from that whole sequence?
1: I don't know, because if that's the case, Luffy wouldn't have had his powers then, because he got dropped in the water by...
0: No, I think, like, I think like if they have seawater on them, they can't use their powers. So that's why, like... That makes sense. This, the fish guy splashes him and then drops him in yeah. the ocean, and then someone else has the issue. But yeah, like they, they keep like putting him in the water so that he can't do anything. It's like, yeah, it's a cool like playoff. And I can see that being a major factor later down the line.
1: Yeah, I didn't think of that. I, I guess I didn't put two and two together. But yeah, that makes sense.
0: Also, the snails as communication Telephone. devices was so funny.
1: And the fact that like, they have a little snail shell that they put in their ear to communicate was just like, <laughs> hmm I also like that the the marines have like their snail has like a fucking beard.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Or it looked like it had a beard
0: on. It. Yeah, like the the megaphone snail. Yeah. That was one of those things I was like this is a very anime show, like. Yeah. They didn't like tone it back and like try and make it a bit more serious or straightforward. Like they le- they lent into it like there are fish people. We use snails as telecommunication devices.
1: Yeah, everybody's got like wild like pink blue hair you know fire red hair and stuff like that like it, they they did a really good job of bringing that over and interpreting it properly
0: and stuff it does have very anime feel to it it's a, okay we're watching a serious netflix series like nope it's mm-hmm. silly anime like the fight sequences are silly anime fights like
1: yeah
0: thinking that is it the last episode when they invade Arlong's base camp like yes, we see sanji just like come flying across the screen and kick a kick a dude and People are getting kicked and flying everywhere.
1: Yeah, and they're, like, they're, like, against each other. Like, they're talking smack to each other while they're fighting together (laughs) and stuff like that. It's great.
0: And uh, superheroes call out their finishing
1: moves.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And Zoro's just like, yep, you're going to fit right in.
1: Yeah, that was so fun. Um, I really wish, and I don't know if it's, like, a thing. It could be. I don't know. But I feel like they should definitely look into making, like, a – restaurant made out of a pirate ship somewhere and like just theme it after that
0: surely there is a one piece restaurant somewhere
1: there's gotta be because that would be so genius
0: even like the cinematography really captures the anime feel like we see some moments where the crew is looking at like a building and it's just like it looks gigantic compared to like what it what it would look like if it was just like regular life like it'd be a three-story house but the way they frame it Makes yeah. it look like it's this like hundred and thirty story building. Massive
1: like, thing. Yeah. Which is very cool. No, yeah, it was really fun. I I'm glad that they they didn't skimp on those kind of things.
0: Yeah, the whole like NAMI story. What did you think of that where she's she seems to be on their side and then she's clearly like working behind their backs and then she bails on them and she like threatens to bail on them multiple times before she finally does and
1: I was really angry with her. <laughs> oh yeah i was so mad and like when they originally like hinted that she might not be like all that she appears to be i was very very angry and i thought like she was you know working with like the marines and stuff like that to like you know just like trap everybody Mm -hmm. and i was like all right well this girl's a shithead like fuck her or whatever and then you know, you find out her backstory, and I'm like, all right, well, she's not so bad. But she could have about gone about this like a whole different way if she wanted to. But she's very, very headstrong and very independent. Um, so I appreciate her for being like that.
0: Yeah, her, her whole journey through the series is like a massive rollercoaster. Like, oh yeah, she's really cool. Oh no, she's a like dirty spy. I hate her. And then she sort of starts to come back. and You're like, okay, cool. Now they're back. Like they're solidified as a crew now after they save um Kyle. Okay, they're a crew now. They're going to be all good. And then she's like, I'm out and just steals the map and legs it. You're like, what the? Come back. What are you Mm -hmm. doing? And then episode eight, they like reveal everything. You're like, oh, okay. I kind of don't hate you anymore, but. Right. Maybe just tell some people about what's going on. Yeah. Like even her sister had no idea.
1: Yeah. It was really weird. And like, I, I love how her sister's like, oh, but you're leaving. Like, I was just starting to like you. Yeah, again like that was the funniest thing cuz she spent so long hating her
0: yeah so it was cool and they do a great job of leaving every episode on a cliffhanger basically where you have to like okay i got to watch the next one yeah very anime oh yes <laughs> style where it's like oh shit i can't stop now i got to watch the rest especially like deaths too like they end on a lot of like is the person dead
1: yes yes yep um can we can we take a moment to acknowledge how, and this might just be my own personal opinion, but how lame the cat pirate people are because <laughs> I fucking hated that entire, entire shenanigan. Like the whole, like, I'm a kitty cat thing was really weird
0: for me. Especially because it was like, it was the henchman that lent into that whole cat thing more than the captain. Yeah. Yeah. The captain was just an asshole. <laughs> Yeah, and um, and he had really cool Freddy Krueger fingers. That's exactly what I thought when he popped out the claws. I was like, oh, he's just the Freddy Krueger pirate. Okay.
1: Yeah, <laughs> but then it just made no sense that his fucking henchmen were cats or like they thought they were fucking, I don't know. It was really weird and I just- They
0: were the black cat pirates.
1: Yeah, I, it was like the worst,
0: the worst clan ever. Even Buggy the Clown, like you said, you hate him. And then you kind of, once he like loses his body, he kind of becomes a little bit more charming and fun. You're like, okay, this guy's kind of a, kind of a fool, but cool. I did like the little like mini like chibi buggy, where yeah. he has like no torso; it's just arms and a head. Yeah, that was really funny. But then as soon as he gets his body back, he's like, see ya. And you're like, fuck you.
1: Yeah, it was. I don't know. It was really strange, and like, I think he's just gonna be one of those like continuous like funky villains where you don't really know if he's like a true villain or if he's just you know an idiot in general
0: Mm, yeah like a big spoiler for the end now where they end the season we see buggy and uh alvida i think her name was
1: oh yeah the
0: the like pink sparkly pirate from episode one
1: yeah who is really strange and she looked really familiar too i don't know where i've seen her but she looked really familiar
0: but yeah, we see those two are together. And it's like, okay, they're going to go after Luffy for his 30 million uh, berry bounty, which is pretty insane. Yeah. That was interesting. We also find out that Luffy's mentor, uh, Shanks, is alive. I was like, oh, I thought he was probably dead.
1: Yeah, I really, I. it's like now I kind of want to watch the anime because I want to know more about Shanks' character because I feel like he is way more important than what they have uh hinted so far and when we were at horror nights of all places like some guy had a jacket and it had shanks's like silhouette on the back of it with like a bunch of things surrounding it and chloe's like oh yeah that's shanks i know that <laughs> why the fuck is this guy so important then because he was like a side character that we saw for a whole 20 minutes
0: <laughs> yeah he was kind of just like luffy's motivation to become a pirate and then he just yeah disappears
1: yeah, so, like, I don't understand how I'm, like, I'm guessing he's probably important later on or something like that, but he he looked like a proud dad, honestly, when, like, he saw Luffy's wanted poster, which just like, holy shit, look, he got it.
0: <laughs> everybody was. I think everybody, when they, like, turned in the newspaper and they saw the the wanted poster, like, oh, cool. They did it. Go,
1: good for him. And he was so excited to get his wanted poster. like. Of all, you know, he just had like the most purest reaction to it. (laughs) It was wonderful.
0: And yeah, I'm interested to see. Like, yeah, interested to see Buggy and Alveda how they play into it now. I assume the Marine, like Luffy's grandfather, which was a big shock. I guess he's kind of done now, maybe. Yeah, I don't really know. But then now we've also got Shanks and Mihawk kind of teaming up as well. So, that's weird. Lots of like, interesting parties floating around there.
1: Yeah, and everybody seems to know Shanks. That's the thing that's really interesting to me, is that like any time that they see Luffy's hat, they're like, "Wow, that looks like it belonged to somebody that I used to know too," and it's a, it's just really strange that every single person that they've come across has been like, "Oh yeah, I knew someone with a hat like that."
0: Yeah, I'm I've actually really enjoyed it. I'm excited to see where it goes from here. It was. Lots of like twists and turns, very anime where you're like, okay, this is happening. And then all of a sudden something crazy happens and it spins you off in a new direction. Yes. But yeah, overall, I think the, the biggest issue is condensing it so much, but. It's a, yeah, it's a lot to take in. As a new viewer though, I think apart from the obviously big gap we're going to get now between seasons, if there is, even is a season two. Mm-hmm. For me, this is going to be the way to watch One Piece. Yes. I Cannot see myself committing to watching nearly 1,100 episodes just to catch up.
1: What? I was just about to ask you if you wanted to start watching it. Like, we could totally do this. Come on, it'll be great.
0: <laughs> I, I still got Dragon Ball to finish re-watching. I can't commit to a thousand episode anime about pirates.
1: You'll get it done in like six months. It'll be fine.
0: Especially a thousand episode anime where I've essentially already seen the story for the first 44 episodes.
1: We'll see, then it takes off like that many more. So now, now you only have like a thousand and thirty.
0: There's still over a thousand episodes though.
1: <laughs> Look, you brought it down from six months to like five months now. <laughs> I
0: don't know. I think I will just wait the two plus years and watch it via Netflix. Hopefully they yeah. continue it. Hopefully they don't gyp us and give them a second, maybe a, like give them a two season renewal and then just drop it after three. I hope they don't do that. Like they need to, if they're going to do it, commit and do the full story.
1: Yeah. hopefully, I'm hoping that if they are able to do that, maybe they'll just film the seasons back to back. So there's not a huge gap in between like a season two and three moment. Um, Like that would be really ideal.
0: They've already done the investment upfront. Like they've built the team to create the show. Mm-hmm. The VFX, a lot of the VFX, like they can sort of, use those tools and assets again yeah they built all the ships like they don't have to outlay that initial production cost to build all the ships again like no just renew to like season two and three are going to be much cheaper to produce
1: yeah plus i mean the source material is all over there so literally they just have to figure out like where to cut and paste things in that makes sense into episodes at that point it's not like they have to go back and rewrite a bunch of things they just have to figure out how what's going to work and condensing it into how many episodes at that point
0: yeah yeah like it's purely
1: adaptation
0: it's not okay mm-hmm. it's not stranger things where it's like oh okay we got a new season now we have to write this season and make it cohesive with the rest like we have a thousand episodes we we just got to pick pick the main key points and weave them together correctly
1: yeah they also got lucky because these kids are not necessarily kids they're like a little bit older so they don't have to worry about like them outgrowing their character right now like they they're in like a good area where they can still kind of like work with that for a while
0: so i think that's a that's going to work to their advantage as well yeah that was that's definitely the issue with like stranger things They were at that age where puberty's hitting and they're changing rapidly whereas these people are sort of at an age where yeah they're going to change but not like drastically year to year big drastic changes. Yes. So in terms of a rating for Netflix's One Piece, what would you give this show or this season?
1: The season, I'm going to probably give it a three, honestly. And it's nothing against it. It's not that I wasn't bad. I just, for me, it's still, parts of it are still a little bit too dragged out for me. Um, I feel like they could have maybe shortened the the episodes. Um, and if they wanted to go with it, it like 10, 10 episode thing, they could have maybe shortened it a little bit. Or just kind of held back on some of the material that they put into so many episodes. But I mean, it's still enjoyable. I just don't know if I'd go back and dedicate like another eight hours to watching it again right now.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I'd be about the same. Like, it's a three, but it's like a high-end three, yeah, because of like the production and the quality of it. But yeah, like they, I don't feel like they dragged overly, but I think they just tried to cram too much into eight episodes, like. I think if they just kept the exact same content but spread it over ten episodes and let let some things sit and breathe and give us some sort of calmer, chill moments where we're just with the crew on a journey, I think that Mm -hmm. would have made it made the flow a little bit better rather than like beat to beat. Let's get to the next big thing. Let's get to the next big thing. Like it felt like they really did just go. Okay, what's the East Blue saga of the the series? Mm -hmm. What are the key points? Okay, they're the 10, 12 key moments that we need to hit. Mm-hmm. Gemma all in. It's like, oh, that's, we crammed a lot into eight episodes. Yeah.
1: And I feel like with this, like, I don't even know if they touched upon it, but there probably might've been, cause I haven't seen the anime. Um, there, I'm wondering if there's more pirates in the East blue that they did not hit upon um, that might pop up later on. Because in my head, I'm thinking like, it ended really really well don't get me wrong but i feel like they could have had like some shot or something like that even in like the ending with like at a bar scene where they have like a wanted poster like poster board like for all of the pirates in the area and then just luffy's in the damn straight middle that way you could see like how many people are actually still out there
0: i think we did see like a few like panning shots across like walls and stuff where there were wanted posters of i did read somewhere that there was like two in particular that were like the wanted posters were like Easter eggs for other pirates. Okay. Like in the anime, so there are other pirates out there, and it did end on like that, the cigar guy. Hmm. Yeah. Which I imagine is like an Easter egg and like a teaser for some other big pirate. But as a new watcher, that just is lost on me. It's like, okay, cool. There's a a pirate that smokes two cigars at once.
1: Yes, that seems like a bit excessive, honestly, but. All the power to you, you're a pirate, live on the edge.
0: <laughs> and I imagine there's gonna be more members of the Straw Hat Pirates added as well. Like five is a pretty bare bones crew for the size of ship that they have.
1: Yes, they need a cat. They need it. every every pirate ship has a cat
0: or some form of animal and they need a cat. I don't know. I enjoyed it. I would I would recommend like watching it.
1: Yeah, it's fun and you know I mean, if you've seen the anime, I think it'd be really fun to compare the two um you know if, if you've got some extra time and you want to see like what all the hype is about, I think it'd be really fun um, and if you haven't seen the anime, then this is a really good way to i guess and in, get introduced
0: yeah, it's a great introduction yeah yeah if even if you just watch for the first episode, the first episode is it gives you a good like glimpse of what the season is gonna be like if you don't enjoy that first episode, then obviously don't continue, but yeah, if it captures you in any way like. The rest of the season will mm-hmm. do just the same. Like you'll enjoy the whole season. Oh, yeah. That's great. All righty. That is Netflix's One Piece. Thank you for listening to the commentary booth. If you enjoyed the show, please remember to rate, review, and subscribe on podcast services and on YouTube. You can follow Karina on Instagram at Miss Karina Renee. And you can follow me on social media at Jamie Apps Media and at Pario Magazine. The commentary booth is a fan funded production of Jamie Apps Media. You can support the podcast alongside our magazine, Pario Magazine, on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash media. The following people supported at the community support group level or higher, and you cannot fathom how incredibly appreciative we are for their support. Brian and June Hart, Blake Robinson, Rena Renee, Courtney Paulson, Darren Hatcliffe, Jackson Carr, and Tracy Apps.